Hey, it's Sunny Days. I am the co-host and co-creator of Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Listen, I am a podcast her, okay, H-E-R, an activist, a thought leader, pin pusher, and lover of poodles. And I'm Lisa Davis, MPH. I am a lover of social justice, healthy living, dogs, and I love being the co-host and co-creator of Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Now is the time for honest, unfiltered conversations, for authentic voices and their stories, and for connection. Join us as we confront the moment head on with this podcast. It is passionate. It is real as lives behind the headlines. Active allyship, it's more than a hashtag. And listen, it goes beyond the likes, the retweets, and the hashtags, making space for the vital dialogue necessary for racial justice. And now on to the show. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. And I'm Sunny Days. So glad you're listening to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Today, it's just Sunny and I talking about some pretty big things in the news. And boy, there has been quite a few. Very heavy. Yes. So we're going to take some deep breaths. And um, before we get into the first topic, which is really about uh, Whoopi Goldberg, who is um, a host on The View and her comments about the Holocaust not being about race, I first want to say, uh, Lisa and I had this conversation and I felt, we felt collectively that it was important to have this discussion, one, me as a woman of color, and two, Lisa as a Jewish woman. And so hearing those, our different perspectives on what was said um, the education that's needed around uh, cultural differences and race and having the sensitivity, right? So I want to say yeah. to you right now that uh, I understand and can appreciate the sensitivities around this and it's an education for me. So I've, you know, I've, I've done some research, I've learned some things that I just didn't know. Uh, so let's just delve right in. Well, I want to say, first of all, I don't think they should have suspended Whoopi. I don't think she should have got in any kind of trouble. I think clearly she didn't know. Now, some people who I've spoken to don't believe that. They say she's so worldly. They say, how could she not have known? I said, well, I don't know. I think I, I don't I did not learn about Nazi propaganda, which I definitely want to talk about and highlight today uh, as in this first segment we're doing. But I learned about it because I'm a Jew and I went to Sunday school. But when I talk, so I don't think she should have been suspended. I think she should definitely learn. And I think other people who don't know should learn. The horrors, I mean, they know, you know, the gassing and killing babies and the whole thing. But mm-hmm. the prop, the Nazi propaganda was so huge and it was actually part of their, uh, it was it was part of a Reich ministry of public enlightenment and propaganda that followed the Nazi seizure of powers in 1933 and Hitler created that. Mm-hmm. And it was cartoons, uh, newspapers, 
you know, Jews drawn like rats with the caricature of a Jew with a huge nose and they were called subhuman and they were called inferior and they were called creatures. And mm-hmm. I think if Whoopi had known that and they were called an inferior race, like it's in all the, if you read about it, you can mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. So my guess is that she just didn't know. And to me, to punish her, it just re propagates that myth of Jews control everything. And then I go on, listen to different shows uh, with black hosts and, and they're primarily black audience. And then I get depressed because I'm like, they're kind of tiptoeing around it, but not really like, well, those people, that's why. And I'm like, oh my God, no, that's not. Ah. So I think it was a disservice to the Jews, honestly. And I think it was a disservice to Whoopi. That's how it, so the whole thing just bums me out tremendously. Okay. Um, so I agree with you 1000% that Whoopi should not have been suspended for misspeaking. Um, let me also read this. It's from the Holocaust Encyclopedia. And it's um, <clears throat> in 1924, Adolf Hitler wrote that propaganda's task is not to make an objective study of the truth insofar as it favors the enemy and then set it before the masses with academic fairness. Its task is to serve our own right always and unflinchingly. And when I read this, I was like, everything you needed to know is right here. So let me go back because I I thought like that was crazy. So I I wanna read this this other part too. Um, Real and perceived discrimination against ethnic Germans in East Europe nations, which had gained territory at Germany's expense following World War I, such as Czechoslovakia and Poland was the subject of Nazi propaganda. This propaganda sought to elicit political loyalty and so-called race consciousness among the ethnic German population. And it goes on to say some other things. Uh, What I wanted to shed light on from my perspective as a woman of color, as someone who's dealt with racism, like as far back as I can remember in, in the world, right? Yeah. I can't speak for Whoopi, because I don't know what Whoopi was thinking, but I'm going to speak for Sonny because I know what I'm thinking. I know what I've been exposed to and what has created my thought process. So when I hear race and racism, I think about a person of color. I don't think about race, especially in the Jewish context. I think about religious uh, freedom and that being the crux of the issue. So when I was when I heard uh, that would be let me I want to go back to her actual comments and and read it because I was like it's it's important to understand what she said. I am reading from Variety.com, and so it goes back. Uh, uh, Goldberg's original remark emerged during a conversation in which the co-hosts discussed a Tennessee school board's ban of mouse graphic novel about cartoonist Art Spiegelman's father's experience surviving the Holocaust. 
Goldberg said, let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. It's not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. If I'm hearing that, I honestly, before I was educated, what did she say that was wrong? She's acknowledging that it was an atrocity, but she's saying it wasn't about race. It was about a a horror and inhumanity, like human race against human race. Because in my mind, when I, when we talk about race, I think about um, my complexion as a characteristic. I don't think about the elongation of somebody's nose or, you know, a a particular characteristic that sets us apart ethnically. You know what I mean? Um, So I, I understood it. But now that I've had a conversation with you, now that I've done some research, I, I understand a little better and also obviously looked up the de- definition of race uh, in Merriam-Webster so that I could have a better understanding. And so I don't believe that Whoopi was malicious in her, um, in that discussion, no malice intent. No, it, it was a matter of not understanding in depth. And let me go back to the people who were like, well, you know, she has a platform and she, hey, we're all human. We're, we're not robots just walking around with endless, like, uh, terabytes of information. Like, we just don't know. And some of it is based on our lived experience. Now, I will also say, from my perspective, that punishment came swift. And so if you're part of the Black community, and we know that people have said things and continue to say things and are not held accountable with platforms as large as The View. Megan, whatever her name is, she just is always running her mouth. Right. Always saying something crazy. Awful. She's never been suspended. I don't know. She's had any conversations off camera. But the fact that Whoopi, her her punishment was swift. Then it goes back to. Oh, well, there you have it. It's the Jewish community. And I'm not saying this is truth. I'm telling you the thinking. The Jewish community is up in arms and when the Jewish community is up in arms and they have people in high places, guess what happens? Right. Action is, is swift. We're, we're still trying to figure out how to have, it's not even swift action at this point, action for people who have said inappropriate things, knowingly hate speech, and they still have a whole platform. So I'm not, I'm not siding with anyone. I'm simply trying to help you understand how that is perceived in the in a community with people of color who I don't want to even call any names, but people have a regular platform where they offer disparaging remarks to people of color on a regular basis and they still have a platform. And so Whoopi, who misspoke, and again, not with any malicious intent. She said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was about the inhumanity of man to man. It's tough sometimes. It's like, well, the Jewish community feels this way or the black community. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so there's always people, it's, it's hard. I, I would assume for you too, as well, there might be something that you disagree with that right. happens. And they're like, well, the black, all the black community feels this way and all the Jewish, no, not necessarily. Yeah. So we have to allow for that as well. Right. I don't like, like generally speaking, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. yeah. My friend who was upset about it is right wing. So it's easy. And that really bugged me. Um, although actually after you and I spoke, mm -hmm. I spoke to her and she said, you know what, I will cut, I will cut Whoopi some slack. I hadn't thought about it that way. That she didn't know about the Nazi propaganda and all the details because it's a different, you know, she didn't I go to had Jew. no idea. When I tell you, when you sent me those screenshots on my phone and I saw the exaggerated noses and just, I had no idea. Now, that's something that I've seen uh, people of color illustrated in that way yes. from the propaganda Terrible. that was spread throughout these United Nations that we live in, uh, or United States, I should say, forgive me, United States that we live in. So I'm familiar with that as it relates to people of color with the exaggerated lips and the yeah. um, the like painted black skin, just Ooh, just nasty, right? Yeah. But yeah. the images that you showed me, I, I wasn't aware of. And so really it's about education. It's about education and it's about awareness. And that's how we're going to make it through this. It boggles my mind though, that the suspension, the discipline was so swift. So yeah. swift. No, I hear you. And I'm like, a few calls were made from like Jewish organizations and people got right on it. Well, how many thousands and thousands and thousands of calls does it come, you know, have to take from uh, the, from the African-American community for things to change and then things don't change. And so I think that fuels the perception of if Whoopi had said something else about somebody else, it, it would have been okay. But the fact that she missed, she made a misstep as it relate to the Jewish relates to the Jewish community, then the action is swift. Yeah, I know. And that, that sucks. What also sucks is these fucking horrible, right? Like alt right buttheads going on there, you know, being how could what be? And I'm thinking you people are a bunch of anti-Semitic racists. Don't even get me started with right. Marjorie Taylor green and her oh, racist God. nonsense about the Jewish space lasers. And seriously, like, I don't know if she said something, but I'm just saying the type of people that right. follow her, right? Like, you're all full of shit. Yeah. You just want to bash on this black woman. Yeah, you really. Don't give that's a shit what I'm just going to say. You don't give a shit about the Jews. Yeah. You don't like us either. It's just, I don't need your support. And then it just makes us look worse again. Like, most Jews in the world are li are, are liberal. That's a fact. If you look up statistics, get these stupid white idiots who have horrible platforms and then they're sticking up. Don't stick up for me. Just shut your mouth. I don't, I don't need you. Well, because I think they aren't educated either. So what happens, it's an opportunity to jump on the bandwagon, if you will, to spread more misinformation, to try to get people on their side. See, look at the blacks, look at the, look at the black people, look at the black women, look at the African-Americans. They are, they don't like Jews either. And that's just like, I'm just like people, first of all, put into context what she said. Right. And if you have any semblance of reasoning, then you're like, yeah, she misspoke. Because if yeah. she knew better, she there's no way she would have said it. Right. If she said, I'm a Holocaust denier, or she said the Holocaust never happened, she needs to be kicked off. Anybody who would say that is insane. 
but that's not there's no malice yeah it's yeah an opportunity for education she she apologized publicly she they had a, an expert on the show yeah and i'm just like so you all they they missed this one this was a missed opportunity it really for was the producers the executives of the view to educate and to show what that looks like right yes right to have exactly. a conversation to understand how that could have even happened because we're well aware of the atrocities that happen to people of color as people of color right but i can tell you that you're probably not aware of some of the atrocities that happen to people of color that we're more aware of just like we don't have the same awareness of all of the atrocities that have happened to the Jewish community. So I think we collectively um, as communities should extend grace. And if it's not with malice, then let's educate. Let's move yeah. to educate. Oh, well, you know, whoopee, I, I disagree. And here's why. Like that's a conversation. That's not a suspension. Yeah, I think they should have said, why don't you go to United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, Holocaust Encyclopedia. There's a ton. And I really encourage listeners, please, if you don't know, just go and you can read all the horrific things. But if you can, again, just go to the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, Holocaust Encyclopedia. It's really incredible. And let me tell you, I went to the Holocaust Museum in Israel and it was so devastating. When we went to D.C. in 2019, my family and I, I, I couldn't go. I still have not been. I can't, I can't, I can't bring myself to go. And I literally watched that building being built because I worked downtown at the time. Well, why don't we go together? I, I, Maybe. I, I, that right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need some strong medication. Even when I went to West Africa to Goray Island and there, and I, I just, I want to share this and bring it back to what sure. we're talking about. And that went to, it's the mansion of slaves. And walking through there, like it, I, I feel like I want to, I'm going to be, have a moment, but walking through there and it, on a guided tour where you see these small, everything is brick, it's on a slant. You see different size rooms and you know, you see rooms where the, the young women were kept. You see the rooms where the older people were kept. You see the rooms where the babies were kept. And they, the doors are so, the entryway is so low, you can't get in there. And so the floor is on a grade so that, you know, when they have to go to the bathroom, it's still in the room, but it's not in that space. And then you get to the door of no return where they literally took women, children, men, and put them on the ship to come to America. And the conditions, it's just like brick and cobblestone. And that's where the slaves, the in, the enslaved, I want to be clear about my, my word choice, the enslaved, that's where they were kept until they were transported across the sea. And so that whole experience standing in the door of no return, I could never, ever forget how I felt being in that space. And so I know that the Holocaust Museum has all kinds of 
um, artifacts and yeah, I'm not ready. And you know how long the Holocaust Museum has been there. I, I, I know, I know I'm, I'm such an empath that it would take me, it would take me a while to get my mind right. Yeah, it's, I'm glad you shared that. When I went to Yad Vashem, this was a long time ago. This was in 1987. They had the, in, you know, I was wondering, oh God, they had this room for like all the babies and young children and children. I was like, how am I going to go? What are they going to show? I mean, they did have pictures and other parts, but it was so powerful. They had all these candles lit and they, I don't even know how they did it, but it was like, so they mirrored it so well that it looked, you could see like the 3 million or however many it was. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew exactly, but lights everywhere Mm -hmm. and it was like oh my god these were all like babies and and then my daughter had like i thought i knew everything so my daughter's reading night by ellie weisel which i can't bring myself to read because it's a he's always a teenager and he was in one of the prison Mm -hmm. in in the hall in one concentration camps and i just but my daughter's like but i have to read it and she's the biggest empath i've ever met and then she just said something that i had never learned in all my years of religious school and stuff and she's like well yeah i mean they would just use babies for target practice and i'm like you can't tell me that like it devastated she's like mom i have to talk about I'm like, I know. when she said that it just gutted me it was like oh my god like i knew how atrocious everything was but like how do you take a per- bait like yeah i i yeah <sighs> there first of all i i go back to the the psyche of the people who can actually commit these atrocities against another human being. And I guess the way they can do it is because they don't see you as human. There's no connection. The propaganda is so strong, but it still makes me think, how do people not see through it? I don't know. And they don't see through it today with all the insanity on the alt-right. But I'm really glad we talked about it. I really do hope people... We'll, we'll check out this information. And if you do meet a Holocaust denier, please punch him in the face for me. <laughs> please. It's so ridiculous. So you don't want to, you're not going to go in the way of educating them. <laughs> <You're gonna go. laughs> no, there's certain people. And this is interesting because I did an, an interview with Catherine Hayhoe recently. She's a, I should say, Dr. Catherine Hayhoe for um, my Talk Healthy Today podcast. Please go check it out. And she is one of the top client sci- climate scientists in the world. And she said that there are people called dismissives and it's, it's just, you're never going to get through and it, don't waste your time. But she said, but the good news is most people are, you know, she didn't say the word malleable, but most people you can talk to. Mm-hmm. So let's focus on them instead of this. I think it was 7% or dismissives or something. But anyway, she was really interesting. But, and it goes back, back to, you know, Dr. Camp. I was just going to say that. That is consistent. Yeah, that is consistent. Without looking at the statistics or researching the statistics, I feel comfortable saying there are more people who believe than people who don't. Right. So today we're keeping it short. It's heavy. and uh, But I'm really glad we're talking about it. I really do hope that you will go and check out the Holocaust Encyclopedia. It's part of the Holocaust Museum. So go ahead and check that out. And yeah, just educate yourselves and tell your friends and family. And it's important to know. And man, propaganda is scary as hell. I tell you what. That people fall for it is even scarier. Yeah. So, but so if you want to uh, rate, review, and subscribe, we would love that. If you want to follow us, you can find me 
uh, on social media at Lisa Davis MPH and Sunny. I am Sunny Days. It's Sunny Days on Instagram. But, you know, every week I say, if you want the juice, follow us on activeallyship.podcast. That's where we are. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends and family. This is really important, and we want to get the word out. So glad that you're listening. Please keep coming back. Also, follow us on Instagram at activeallyship.podcast. Thank you so much.